in our image. Us, our, you hear a plural word, right? There's not one person. Let us make people in our image to be like ourselves. They will be masters over all life. The fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the livestock, wild animals and small animals. So that is the genesis of dominion of man. The tour I am on is called the Kingdom Tour. Thank you. Oh, you are awesome. You're awesome. You're awesome. Thank you. But I'm short. So <laughs> you'll bear with me, sorry. Okay, so that's Genesis, right? Let's go to Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. Are we there? Are we sure? Yes, I'm the one who is the last one. So it says, And the Lord God formed man's body from the dust of the ground and breathed into it the breath of life, and the man became a living person. I'm just going to read that one more time. The Bible says, And the Lord God formed a man's body, a man's body, the suit. You know how you put on clothes and you remove them? That's how the body is. Amen? And the Bible continues to say, uh, uh, formed the man's body from the dust of the ground and breathed into it. Whatever God breathed into, the body became you. Right? So those are two different things you're talking about, right? The thing they created out of dust and the breath that is giving the thing life. Amen? So the breath is alive. The body is dead, but then they breathe into it and it gets life, right? The Bible continues to say, and it into, breathed into it. It is a, not a human, right? It is a it. Eh? Either way, English, come back home. And uh, breathed into it the breath of life, and the man became a living person. And the man became a living person. The Bible says in the book of Matthew, chapter 11, 33, seek first the kingdom of God. Come on, help me. It is? 633, sorry. It's seek, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his, oh, thank you. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and, oh, come on, saints, help me here. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and the rest shall be added unto you. Let's put a pin in there. So I'm going to tell you the creation story my way from the Dangala Ketoe. You walk with me. You're the ones who know English. Me, I know the storytelling. So walk with me. So God exists out of time. He created time for us. Right? But he is out of it. He is not disturbed by weather. He's not disturbed by time. He's not disturbed by anything because he is the creator of everything. Amen? Now, today you're going to leave this place and you're going to love God more. I promise you, you can put that down as a promise. And at the end, if I don't fulfill it, please stone me. I will go like Stephen. <laughs> Hallelujah. When he was around, the Bible talks about it in the book of John 1.1. In the beginning. Hallelujah. Come on. Yo, your saints are reading your Bibles. In the beginning. Uh-huh. Come on. 
Wait, wait, wait. Let's do it one more time. Uh-huh. In the beginning, somebody come. One person. One person. One person. I actually need three of you. Come. Pastor, come. And your papa, come. Come. My baby, come. So, come. Come here too. So, we are going to say it again. Eh? In the beginning was? Uh-huh. The word? Uh-huh. Those are three different things. But they are one. In the beginning was there? And the word was? And let me help you. God the Father, God the Son, and God the. You think you can preach with me or you want to go back and sit? I'll call you back. But keep that in mind. Okay? So, they existed before the foundations of the earth. And the Bible talks about it in the book of Ephesians that we were before the foundations of the earth. So if the beginning had the word, and the word was, walk with me, come on. In the beginning was that? And the word was? And God was? So if the beginning had that, and the Bible says, I was created before the word made the world, that means I existed with God before it came to be the world. Walk with me. And in the idea of God, his idea of expanding, we know about kingdoms, right? Let me teach you something. So for a kingdom to be bigger, it has to take territory. So God was like, I have an idea of a human. But he can't live in the heavens because, mind you, the heavens were not yet created. So he wanted to take territory, and we go back to Genesis 1.26, to give man dominion. Dominion is giving you a crown to run the world. But here, work with me. When he thought of the idea, he said, I'm going to go, because he has already had the person who needs the idea to happen, I'm going to create a home for this idea. So we go to Genesis 1.1.1. The world was void and formless. And with no shepherd, the spirit was hovering. Have you seen chicken? Mother chicken, the big one. Have you seen the chicks under? That's what the spirit of God was doing over the formless space. Because man was in the mind of God. Because God is a king, he wanted to eat more territory just so man can get home. But now before man comes... He has to create that space. So the purpose of man's coming is to dominion. So without territory, man can't come to earth. Work with me. You know, people see me do music and they think I don't know Jesus. <laughs> Let me burn some spirit today and it gets Jesus alive. So, God starts to create. Let there be, what was the first thing he created? Light. Let there be light. And he separated day and night. Right? Then he created all these other things. God did not create a thing until he had finished creating it home. Work with me. Because man was in the loins of God, God wanted that bit of him, that egg, or that spirit to get a form and exhibit where it comes from. So when God breathes life into creation, he is creating the palace of man. You know how you get a pencil and start painting? 
God was painting what looked good for whatever was coming out of him. When the Bible talks about him being created, that is in the book of Genesis 3, right? Is it 3? 2, 2, 7. We spoke about him breathing life into. So when he comes, because God is a spirit who lives out of time, man was a spirit who was out of time. So God needed to give this spirit a home and some boundaries just so it has territory. Every territory needs marked boundaries. He came to earth and held whatever earth had. Don't forget, he is from another kingdom that is invisible. So he is creating a territory for himself and he wants a king for this territory to expand. So he builds something out of this territory to make whatever he's bringing into this earth legal. Because any spirit that doesn't have a body on earth is illegal. That is why demons have to sit on someone to speak. They don't speak on their own. They are illegal. That is why we have the power in the name of Jesus to say, get out of here. Because they are illegal. Amen? Amen? That is why poverty has no business being in your life. Because it has no flesh. It is illegal in a life of a kingdom child. Work with me. God created something from another world. Then he breathed life from the base of the world the man is coming from. So this man has two dualities. Man has a spirit in him that is the breath of God. And the raw materials from the earth that he has been created to be comfortable in. Then God says, let us give him dominion. Let us give him dominion was God saying, I am going to stay out of that territory. Because you see, when a king has a son and a son comes home, that son is a prince. But when a son goes to a territory where the king is not the king, that son is a king. Work with me. So the king of kings created a mini king. And gave a mini king territory. What were the places God said the man should rule? Let's go to Genesis 2-7 like we say. The Bible says, no, it's uh, 126 rather. 126 it says, then God said, I want you to walk with me. Okay? I need you to know who you are today. Amen? Amen. The Bible says, let us make people in our image. To make us in his image was to give us his character. You breathe after your own. You live after your own. You walk after your own. Amen? Let us create man in our own image to be like ourselves. Which means if to be like them and they are gods, that makes us many gods. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. Somebody preach with me. Amen. Amen. The Bible says they will be masters. I need you to know who you are today. They will be masters over all life the fish in the sea the birds in the sky and all the livestock wild animals and small animals the bible continues to say god blessed them and told them multiply and fill the earth and subdue it be masters over the fish and the birds and all the animals god said look i have given you the seed bearing plants throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food and I have given all the grasses and other green plants to the animals and birds. So he drew territory for what man can run over. 
Now, we talk about a lot of, many people teach us about the fall of man. The Bible talks about a scripture in Genesis that says, in the cool of the day, after man had been created, God created a space called Eden. Eden is a place of worship. Eden is a place of communion. So God created a phone line between heaven, the base and territory, and the territory earth. For him to still be the father of the man and the king that makes him a king over the kings. In that place, the Bible does not talk about Adam praying. They just walked with God. There was no need to pray. Because it was that pure and righteous and clean. Sin had not entered. The enemy is a very cunning person. The Bible talks about it in Revelation that when he sinned and wanted to be like God, he was sent down with a third, a third of angels, a third believed in Lucifer, even after they had spent their entire lives serving God. The devil is a cunning being, but he's not as smart as he looks. And sometimes we give him so much credit. The Bible says, and then one day Eve is going in the garden. The devil already exists because he was cast down from heaven. Remember that scripture? So the Bible talks about him roaming around looking for someone to devour. He doesn't have the power until we give, the, we give him access. You see, when you start thinking evil is when the devil comes knocking because that is his view of your next coming. But if you don't, if you walk a righteous life, the enemy has no inlet to you. There is nothing under the earth that can seriously scare you. The portal is here. What are you meditating on? Let's go. The Bible says, and the serpent came round. You see, people think the snake is the problem, but the devil, like I said, is a spirit who is illegal on earth, had to look for something that had been created on earth and it had a body. So he borrowed the suit of a snake to be legal because the snake had been created as creation. Amen? Amen. And he started speaking to Eve. But before Eve was created, God gave Adam a rule. Before Eve came. Because Adam became the source of the species called man. That is why when Eve ate the fruit, nothing happened. Until Adam ate it. The devil corrupted the source. What we don't understand is a woman is a daughter of a man. Eve was the first offspring out of Adam. Adam was Eve's father, even if God gave Eve us. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So the enemy corrupted the seed of fatherhood. Don't forget, the image of the father was supposed to be of God. Man was to rule the territory according to how heaven is ruled. So if the enemy contaminates the first image of what God has created in humanity, the enemy has contaminated all humanity. The Bible says God came looking for Adam and he called. 
God was looking for the companion who was worshiping in Eden, who had lost position and posture. When he says, where are you? God was saying, where is my companion to walk with me today? Because worship didn't have a time. God came and Adam was already there, always. But because of sin, he had moved out of dominion. What we don't understand is the enemy is a father too. He has a kind. He also has a foundation of where he comes from. So when Adam cheated on his father God, he introduced humanity to another father, a stepdaddy, who lies, cheats, kills, and that is why sin looks like that. Because through the man eating the food, Adam made a covenant. Whoever you obey, you make a covenant with. Whoever you believe becomes a God. Let's go. So the Bible says God started offering them because he said, there is no death until you eat the tree of life and death. Right? So we practically went and knocked on the door of death because we sinned. Our choices did that, not God. He gave us choices because if he chose one thing for us, then it would make him a dictator. But because he is a gentleman, he doesn't enter where you don't let him in. He does not force himself into your life. That's why we accept with our hearts and believe. Rather, we accept with our mouth and we, accept, we believe with our hearts. That is why if you've never said yes to Jesus, you have no business even thinking about the kingdom because you're dead to eat. There is a door into it. The Bible says, God said, because he started with the serpent, right? Was it the first person they punished? He said, because you have taken my seed away from me. I told you God is illegal on earth because he created us with bodies. This is why for him to speak, you need to be able to listen to him to be the ambassador. He can only speak when people are available to listen and to take the message to the world. Amen? The Bible says, because you have done this, I am going to give the woman a seed that is going to crush your head. You will bruise her, but she's going to crush. Skip all the way, because that's the good news. In this particular moment, the kingdom of heaven no longer has access to the kingdom of earth. Because the king, given dominion on earth, has disobeyed the kingdom orders. And when you start doing that, you become a rebel to the country you come from. Because now whatever you represent is no longer from the kingdom you come from. Work with me. So which means if it was worship, Adam was no longer worshiping. And the worship was an atmosphere that God was invited to. If it was lying, Adam was lying. He looked like his father from another... Do you understand my point? So, this means there was a disconnect between the kingdom, the base of who we, we are as human beings. I, I think I didn't say this. When I said we are, we are first of all spirits. You are a spirit because of the breath of God that existed before your body was created. Amen? So you become a spirit 
that has a soul. So your soul is the place of interaction. Your thoughts, your emotions, your decisions and will. That interacts in a suit called a body. That's what the Bible says. Don't fear uh, he who just kills the body. But the one who kills them. Because the spirit is stronger. It gives the body what to do. That's why when you're thinking about masturbation, you don't need the body to do it. Your thoughts just have to go in the spirit. And your body just starts getting excited. That's why when people are busy taking booze, nobody wakes up and craves booze. It's a spirit of drunkenness. That is dusty and then the body has to walk to the shop. Do you understand my point? That is why sleeping around does not start when you get your legs up. It starts when you start calling and saying your body is excited because your spirit went there ahead of you. Oh, I'm serious. So the Bible says in all the New Four Testaments, uh, rather, sorry, four uh, synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the Bible talks about the Virgin Mary. So the enemy tormented the world until the generation of Jesus. Because the spirit of man had disobeyed, there was need for a spirit to wear a body. A spirit that was among the ones I started with, the Father, the Son, and that. So we failed God, and nobody could stop the anger that came with the sin. And God himself had to come. But he had no power to come on this earth as a spirit, so he dressed up in a body. Did you know that the people in medicine here, right? This is something I read and I was fascinated. Do you know that when a baby is in a mother's womb, they don't share blood? Do you know that? They do not share blood. Which means whoever conceived, the Bible says, and the spirit of God hovered over Mary. And the seed of God got home in Mary's womb. The Bible calls it an incorruptible seed because it didn't share any blood DNA whatsoever. It was just housed for nine months in there. God is amazing, isn't he? The Bible says, no man slept with. Which means in the beginning when we talked about God hovering over, God was impregnating us. Like he impregnated Mary. The promise was, I will give the woman a seed that will crush you. That was God saying, I'm coming to fight for my son. I'm coming to fight for my kingdom. I'm coming to take back what belongs to me because we are the breath of God. And if you will not get anywhere in life for any reason, God is going to do it because it is a shame to him as a king for people to die poor. Don't even go crying to God, please. Go. No, no, no. Tell him, God, it is a shaming you. Please work and go home. Because a kingdom is as good as the servants. When they look ugly, just know the, the, the whole uh, headquarters looks ugly. Remember the book that talks about Solomon? Remember how Sheba came? And he, she just looked at the because of the house girls. And they were putting on gold and he's like, okay. This is the beginning of the place. The Bible says, he to, she told Solomon, they told me you're great, but I think they didn't tell me everything. By the time he ent she entered inside, it was too much. The Bible says, she was just mwenge, what? 
beauty. The heart of a king is seen in how the servants live. If they are poor, it is a shame because no royal king prides in a broken place of his people. If they are sick, no king is happy every time they are announcing dead people in his territory. That is why the Bible says he has given us the power that whatever we bind on earth shall be because we are an extension of who he is. So we have the authority. And he says whatever we agree on this earth is going to be agreed upon in heaven. So if we agree with perversion, the heaven is going to agree with perversion. When we agree with righteousness, heaven is going to agree with righteousness. Do you understand the power we can? Now the devil thought because he had taken the first fish the Bible says he took the power of life and death and the grave. Because sin gave birth to that. So man started living in fear of death. Lifespan reduced. God had to find another way in that gives back life to the children because he is an eternal God. And we cannot die every day and claim to be kingdom children when we have an eternal source where we come from. The Bible says, on that day, the angels announced the king has been born. See, the devil did not know that God had a plan B. And in fact, it was the plan A. Because at first we were dying. And there was no hope of coming back. On the second Adam, the final Adam, the Bible says John was baptizing people. And he saw a man walking. The Bible talks about it in Zechariah. That when he comes, they will see the people who have been called to do it. And when John came, before he even started baptizing, he said, I'm baptizing you people with water and water, right? But the one coming will baptize you with, with the spirit and the fire. The Bible says, John looked, and the man, behold, was here. The one generations and generations had waited on. The Bible says, John said, I can't baptize you. But you see, Jesus had not come as God first. He was man first. But he was God first. Do it make sense? So he's saying it must be done like souls because men have to submit for authority to be given. The Bible says he baptized Christ and the heavens for the first time opened. And the king had an entrance into a sinful world. The Bible says this is my son in whom I am pleased. No sin whatsoever in the DNA. Righteousness pleases God. Purity pleases God. The Bible says, because the, the reason Christ came was to bring back a lost kingdom to its king. Because now we had become kings. Not At first we were, we had a king and we were kings, but he was the king of so because we had disconnected, there was only kings. And the kings had the wrong representation. 
God cannot let his seed die. If he marked you for greatness, do whatever stupidity you're doing, at the end of the day, God wins. Period. I don't care how much it is hard. I don't care how it doesn't look cool. I don't care how you look in the mirror and you don't believe it. Whatever he said is the truth. Whatever else is different from the truth is an opinion. An opinion. That truth and an opinion are two different things. And I'm not saying truth, I'm saying truth. The Bible says, he said, you can't come to the Father except you come. Now let me say before I get there, let me, let me get there. Like me back of music later, some of it. Then we celebrate because you understand kingdom. Do you understand me? The Bible says, Jesus started his work at 33. 30? 30 to 33. 32? So, three years. A lifespan of three. Three, two years. Started at 30, ended at 30. Yeah, three years. In those three years, Jesus redeemed what had been lost for thousands and thousands of years. See, in the time of God, eh, one day is a thousand years, baby. See how you've spent 30 years struggling. When he comes, a second of that day will change your life forever. And the generations to come will test it. But sometimes we cry and we think he's like us. Let me go back and preach instead of getting to that place. Hallelujah. There's somebody getting blessed. So, because there had been a loss of territory, there was a need for sacrifice. You know in the Old Testament how people were talking about sacrifices. We were too unholy that the priests in Moses' time had to shower like 10 times and then you get to be oiled and then you enter some before you enter the Holy of Holies. And there, there are people who read books and they've written this, that they had to tie a chain on you because that place was too dangerous. That if you entered there, it was possible you were not coming back. So every day a priest entered the Holy of Holies. That's how powerful God is. He went in thinking, if it is the day I am dying, at least in service. But being a priest is a death every day you choose for the sake of the glory of Christ. The Bible says he was, the, the Pharisees started looking for a way. There was a man, Judas, born. The Bible says Jesus hated the fact that Jesus, Jesus had to die or, or do what he did. But we avail the door for the enemy to do what we do. Or we avail the door for God to do what he can do. Judas spent three years with Christ. And he didn't see the need to get Jesus in his business of, please heal me, I'm still a thief. And that one tiny door made him betray a man because the enemy doesn't need a lot. You see, the enemy can love you with one leg in church and one leg in him, but God doesn't care. You're either in him or not. The enemy will settle. God will not compromise. You can have the voice you have and worship and go to the club. The enemy won't mind. He won't. But God says you're either for me or for them. That's why the Bible says the worst state you can ever be in is lukewarm. You're not warm, you're not cold. The worst state. You'd rather go and see, be clear on what team you're playing for. Don't confuse us. 
Today you in church and tomorrow you are abusing everyone. Be clear. Is your mouth for worship or is it going to abuse? Is it going to, 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 to tell people about the good news of God or is it going to go leak bottles in the bar? Choose. But you can't have it both ways. Oh, I'm serious. These are, we have people in here. Either it's going to worship God in righteousness and everywhere, yeah? or it is going to go and do all the perversion, but do not, do not make the word of the Lord become powerless because of how you handle yourself. The Bible says, Pontius Pilate, they took Jesus. Remember, Jesus is coming to redeem what the enemy stole in the book of Genesis. But the people who are doing whatever they are doing, they don't even know that they allowed the enemy to use them, but God was using it for the good of his glory. But this time, it wasn't for the good, it was through. For whatever good was, that was supposed to happen, it had to go through pain. Sometimes you pray and he was working out for the good of the no, 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 no. And you want everything to, sometimes you have to go through the pain to birth whatever is going to happen. Sometimes it has to be the depression. Sometimes it has to be the brokenness. But if you can stay longer in the potter's hand, maybe nothing will look as beautiful as what comes out of the potter's hand. The Bible says, they, 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 the Pontius, is it him who you, he asked, don't you know that I have the power to take your life. Who remembers what Jesus said? He said, no man. I choose to lay it down. That was a king talking on behalf of a kingdom that Pontius knew nothing about. That was God himself saying, honey, you're a piece on the chessboard. I am the game. But because it is not seen by minds, they thought they were winning. You see, being a spirit being fast gives you the privilege to see even death before it comes. Because the Bible says Jesus sat with the disciples and kept telling him it's, it's, it's going to happen. They were so carnal. One of them says, I can't allow you to die. And Jesus is like, I rebuke thee. Because whoever was saying this was so ignorant of the fact that it was victory for the world. The Bible says, he went to the cross Calvary. But before there was a moment in the garden where he told God, the man in Jesus, not the Christ God, was like, this cup is so heavy. See, before glory, there's got to be some dying. See, how you look at men of God and you're like, you want a double portion, honey. The death that comes with the double portion. Hey, hey, The Bible says, but not my will, but thy will. I am only human in my flesh, but because of you in me, the spirit, let us do this. Because of that man seated somewhere in Soroti, flying school, God, let's do this. Because of Peter somewhere who is still a drunkard, let's do this. Before he even realizes that he needs a God, let's do this. Because like I say, God doesn't create a home until he has created the reason for the home. Salvation was there before sin came to be. 
And for sinful man to get to that place and notice it is not the day God starts working. He has always been working. People are testing of the goodness of God. I do not care whether you are crying every night. There is a place where men know their kingdom. They know their rights. They know who they are. They know they are royal priesthood. And they do not apologize when they are getting blessed. You fuel prices, there are men who are like, hey, fuel is still sold. And you're crying because of school fees. There is a job somewhere someone walked into without working hard, but because they know who they are in God. So you can choose eh, to be a beggar in the kingdom or be a prince. It is okay. You can choose to go and wait on the air for Kemala, yeah, you're you call them. It's a choice. It's a choice. It is really a choice. And God doesn't weigh in on it. You make a choice and he fuels whatever you agree with. So you can love him part time. When crisis comes, you run to him. He is not a bank account. God is a father who works with a relationship to the children. Cry all you want. Leak your tears. Sleep when your legs are up. It will not move the heart of a king unless you get the constitution that the king wrote and say, you say it in your word that I shall not beg. I shall lend nations. You better work because this is you at stake. I get annoyed and angry, but Lord, I know you're working for me. The Bible says he was killed, crucified. Crucifixion was an embarrassing way to die. It was an unashaming way to die. It was for people who were outcasts. And let me tell you, we had become outcasts and a very stinking stench for God. Because sin has no place where righteousness is. That's why the Bible says, where light is, darkness can't comprehend. It's either darkness or it's light. But none of them works together. That's why during day you have 12 hours of day and 12 hours of night. See, the enemy did not know that there was a Jesus, the flesh was needed, the love that was needed, because there was need to shed some blood. When he fueled people who killed the man, he did not know that God is eternal, he doesn't die. So he went for three days, and the enemy thought, we have killed him. The Bible says in the book of Revelation somewhere, that he went and snatched the keys of life and death, from the grave and hell. And the Bible says. He ascended in the high. One thing that breaks my spirit. And it humbled me. You see we talk about the Jesus. Who came with the glory. And the miracles. Can you imagine how he looked like. With all those scars. And when he went back to God. After he had taken the sin on. Our ugliness. Our ungratefulness, our prostitution, our idolatry and adultery, our everything wrong with the world. I'm thinking God looked at the sun and there were two different people. But you see, glory covers. The Bible says, is it in the book of John? Last chapters, let me check Check from the book of John, the last, the last, last, last page. It says, 
Remember, the enemy had taken the connection between the heavens and the earth. Or the kingdom of God and the kingdom of earth. Amen? Am I boring someone? Are we together? The book of John. That is the book of John, chapter 20, verse 19 to 22. Are we together? 20, 19 to 22. Are we together? The Bible says, as as he, uh, 19, oh sorry. The Bible says, that evening on the first day of the week, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Suddenly, Jesus was standing there among them. Peace be with you. Now, before this happens, before he dies, he told them, when I am dead, go gather somewhere and wait for the person I'm giving you that is going to help you do greater than I have done. Don't do nothing until that person comes. You've read that scripture? So here he comes back. The Bible says, they were filled. And he spoke, sorry, uh, 20, uh, 20. As he spoke, he held out his hands for them to see. And he, show, show, he showed them his side. They were filled with joy when they saw their Lord. Work with me. You're hearing me? He spoke to them again and said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me. As the Father has sent me, and so, I, and so I send you. Then, listen to this. Then, he breathed on them. Do you remember the first time that breath came into a human body? At creation. This was life being brought back because sin had been conquered. The Bible says he breathed on them and said to them, listen to this, receive the Holy Spirit. So at first it was God. We failed him. He sent his son. His son's purpose is done. Now he's introducing to us God himself in a person that we need more than we even know. Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, they are forgiven. If you refuse to forgive them, they are not forgiven. Now, receive the Holy Spirit. At first, God used to live in heaven. Because of the second Adam, now he is dwelling among us. So after all, seeing he was working out for the good of the man who knows he's God. Let me tell you some of the things that this kingdom has. The kingdom we are coming from has a constitution, and that is the word of God. You don't show up in a courtroom when the enemy is taking you down and you're crying. You show up with the word because it is what fights for you. It is the only thing that God is slave to, his mind. Number two, the kingdom has a culture. We have a way we talk. Do you understand what I'm talking If you do not know that language, maybe you've not yet connected to your home. You can speak all the English in the world, but the kingdom has a language that when you show up, the enemy is confused. He don't know what you're going to do next because you're speaking. See, when I'm from Kapchura and I said, all of you don't understand me, but any sub being in the place, if I made a call, would know. Oh, hey, Diego, you might not understand me because where I come from, I'm recognized. The kingdom has a lifestyle 
We walk in righteousness and in purity. We don't do things halfway. You're either all in or all out. In that kingdom, by the stripes of the Lord Jesus, we are healed. There is no disease, baby. There is no poverty. In that kingdom, when you say see what I didn't tell you is Christ is the door to that kingdom. See, people are preaching Christ. So if you keep preaching to people Christ that door, when will they enter the place behind the door? Christ is the door. When you say, I accept in my heart. And I agree that you're the Lord over. You automatically get a badge that makes you a kingdom ambassador. Let me tell you something about ambassadors. When an ambassador is sent into a country, the king doesn't need to be there because whatever the king said is that ambassador's will. Whatever the ambassador says, the king in heaven is going to agree with. See, we are in a world where perversion is everywhere. You find people in church like us, eh? We are the ones on TikTok doing bad man looking good in the TikTok challenge. Baby, you are getting another identity mixed with who you're supposed to be. How dare you abuse righteousness? You cry every night because of problems. Honey, the Bible says I've given you the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth, you, may, you better start doing what you're supposed to do. But you can't do what you're supposed to do unless you walk the way you're supposed to walk. See, the devil is no longer in bars. The devil is at the pulpit. I've seen pastors rapping to worship leaders. Man of God with anointing. We are the people abusing everyone on social media because of our men of God. Abi, man of God is also like you. He goes to the toilet. He sleeps. When he's hungry, he doesn't eat a mattress. He eats food. Please come down and go back and give the God of gods the glory. This business of I come from church, this and church, that to be able to serve. Whenever there is need for a kingdom call, the Bible says where the heart of God is where there is poor people. There is widows. There is orphans. There are broken people. There is hopeless people. That is our place as ambassadors. The business of going to a big church to be able to bless God. Oh, honey, where you live is a lot of people who could use an ambassador. Who just get you to hold them and say, in the name of Jesus, be, be free. And, and that, that, is, that, that is it. That, and heaven will start dispatching whatever because an ambassador stood in authority. I'm tired of Friday night, overnight, and your life is still changing. What kind of king are you talking to? Huh? Who is that kind of God who is okay watching death? The Bible says whatever we agree with, we have become complacent. We have become the biggest cheerleaders of hell. And the funny thing is it's no longer ugly. The devil has started painting it look good. You start simple. Let me just go to this site and watch one point video. Yeah, you have a whole lorry of demons on you. Pastor sends one out, tomorrow you go back to your phone and you bring back 50. Oh, I'm serious. You think homosexuality is out there? It is in church. I have met it. 
I went to Rwanda. Every cute boy was gay in church and they were serving God. You, you people don't understand what the world is doing if they're not doing our job as ambassadors. You think you're just being depressed and you're having bad days, but you are a door that many could use to come to Christ. That when the enemy gets you to stop doing what you're doing, he has stopped a whole nation from knowing God. Wake up, church. Wake up, church. We have authority. We have authority to stop darkness from taking over this generation. And you're busy. Your cry to God is data. What? And all it takes for a dude to get you naked is a smartphone? Oh, your child. Wake up. You think it's one night because you love him? But that's a commitment you've made. The Bible says that's the only time you sin against yourself. Maybe you don't love yourself, but he loves you too much to let you keep doing that. Now listen. I came here for people who want a change. I came here for people who want God to purge whatever sin stays of you. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom. That means know where you come from. Because then you will know who you are. You will know whose you are. You will know why you're here. You will know what you're supposed to do. You won't be running around feeling depressed because at that age you've not yet gotten married. You will be serving God. You wouldn't be sleeping in the middle of a Bible reading session if you knew that lives depend on your salvation. You wouldn't wait for a pastor to call you for service. You would carry revival everywhere you went. The Bible says in the times of Paul, the shadows of men, because they walked right with God, they did not need to go to places. You could just place a hunky there and run on a sick man got well. The Bible talks about the bones of Elijah that were buried for years and one man who was dead, a dead body was thrown near the bones and it came back to life. Do you know the power you carry? Do you know how we have abused the kingdom of God? You, you, you think just thinking about stupid things is, oh, it's, 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 it's innocent. Baby, the enemy is robbing time from you. His business, so yeah, he's still working. I mean, God works. The Bible talks about a man like Paul. It was so instant that the following day, the man had to go and tell of what happened. See, we have not yet encountered authority and power. We, we, we walk under pastors who are busy trying so very hard to blind us from the truth of being on our own without them, just so we can't access God but through them. But I'm here to tell you. Every single one of you has a whole nation. A whole nation. All nations at that. That can be blessed because of the power over your life. But nobody helps you do it. You have to die to sin. You have to love righteousness. You have to walk in it. You have to prefer God to any other option. Seek ye first the kingdom, know where you come from, and the righteousness of God. The 
righteousness of God is your character because you are a God being. Why should someone tell you to stop using your mouth to do all the vulgar things they do? Why should someone need to tell you to stop sleeping around because you're not married? Because you've not encountered a king. That by knowing him, you feel ashamed to do what you would be doing if you were not with him. And all the rest shall be added. We wake up every day and we go looking for the rest. I will bet my life if there is 10% of us here today who walked in close relationship with the, fellowship, with the fellowship of the Holy Spirit from morning to evening. Right now, somebody's thoughts are somewhere else. Right now, you're prostituting on God's time with another idea. But enough of that. I'm going to make a call. If you don't feel like God has been talking to you, don't bother yourself. Just sit back. You want to walk like a kingdom ambassador? Come, let's pray together. Just, just walk there. If, if you worship God kneeling or bowing or screaming, do whatever you do. You want to walk right with God. I'm not going to beg. Because whatever you're getting is power, honey. Is power. You are getting access. You're getting keys to the kingdom. When you reach here, don't look at nobody. Get a moment with God. Open your mouth if you need to repent, which is a lot of us. You know where you've gone wrong. You know how you've walked. You know where you've disappointed God. You know where you have prostituted your thoughts. You know where your hands have touched that is not righteous. You alone know. When you reach, you open your mouth because God is in the business of restoring lives. You want to forgive somebody and it has kept you from power. Walk to the cross. I don't hear people praying because you are making a covenant today with the kingdom. You got to open your mouth because nations are depending on your obedience. Nations are depending on the power God is giving you today. There is some of you who are feeling ashamed because of the sin you have walked so much in. Some of you have compromised on God every second of the day. Some of us have laid down God at the cost of a man. Some of us have prostituted God for a bottle of wine in a bar. Open your mouth and talk to your God because you alone know. The Bible says, if you will be ashamed of me before men, that is exactly how I will feel when I'm with the Father. You better forget people because none of them knows your story. None of them knows your sin. None of them knows the guilt you sleep under. None of them knows how broken you are. None of them knows how wrong you've been walking. None of them knows how your spirit works. I said, open your mouth. 
Because in that obedience, God is giving the power of forgiveness. In that obedience, man of God, God is giving you power. In that obedience, I say, let go. Let go and let God. For once, forget about people. If you need to scream, just do that. If you need to bow, bow. If you need to kneel down, do that. But do not mind what a man is thinking about you. Because right about now, God is redeeming prostitutes because of you. God is redeeming drunkards because of you. God is bringing back children to motherhood because of you. Please open your mouth. Please open your mouth and introduce yourself to God because you know, you know how you've broken the spirit of God. You have grieved the Holy Spirit. You have sat in conversations that degrade the power. You have sat in the council of witches. And you alone made that choice. Please open your mouth. Because there is power God is dispatching. God is dispatching an anointing. That is going to sweep this generation. It will not care who you are. It will not care how you are educated. You will sit in the plane. And men shall see the power. You shall be the reason many will not die in aircraft accidents. If you need to bow, please bow. The power of God is here. And then only a man willing to tap into it. Only a man willing to drop the act. Drop the pride and the ego. Kneel before the king of glory and say, God, it is me you've been seeking for. It is me you brought her for in sorority. You need to open your mouth and repent if you have to. You need to open your mouth and wear the crown of glory. Out of the shame, God is rising a royal person in you. I don't understand why you still look like you've made it in life. When you need God. Your whole family is drunkards. You are the reason God is going to save them. You better be obedient. I don't hear men. I don't hear people repenting. Because the spirit of God is in this place. And if you've never spoken in tongues. You open your mouth because the spirit of God is dispatching that gift. Kalambra sati. And the whole house is going to be on fire. I do not know why your mouth is shut. Kolambra sata la brosha. Vrese dembruku la brasa. Zeleko shotsombra kalaba. You need to repent. You need to repent. You need to repent. Repent. The kingdom of God is near. Repent. We are the ambassadors of the king of glory. We can't walk like the world and expect to change the world. We can't walk like the world and expect to change systems. Kolambra, open your mouth, man of God. Open your mouth. you can't whisper to the king open your mouth I said open your mouth let him for the first time hear how you speak because when you go out in the bars you can scream when you're abusing somebody you can scream but when it comes to talking to God you have to whisper that is what it looks like for a man who doesn't understand how to differentiate between the world and the kingdom of God open your mouth forget all your credits forget all your age I said open your mouth Fall on your face if you have to.
or you're still joking. God is saying there is more of you. You're playing it safe in my presence. I want to fill you for the nations that I'm calling you to. I want to exalt my name through your work. I want to clean your whole history. I want to take away that pain that you carry. I want to fill that space that makes you sleep with every boy. I want to take away that lack. Men of God bow. The power is here. The power, I said open your mouth. Open your mouth. He's here to set you apart. He's here. If you need to bow, bow. If you need to sleep, sleep. But do something. Do something you've never done. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. He says bow. He says bow, bow, bow. He says bow, 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 bow. Mean what you're saying. You say, he says bow, bow. He says bow, I'm the king. Bow, I'm the Lord. Bow, I know your purpose. Bow, I'm giving you a new story. Bow, I'm taking that sadness away. Bow, I say bow, bow, bow. Man of God, bow. The king is taking a place and position in your life. The king is here. If you can bow, bow. The king is here. Open, 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 open. Open, 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 open. Now talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. of God separate your thoughts for this one time let God see you prostrate let him see you bow you've, you've been a man all your life you've never knelt before anybody God is saying just today just today out of honor bow my son bow bow my son bow bow my bride the church bow He's here. Oh, he's here. Oh, he's here. Oh, he's here. He's here. Oh, he's here. Eyebosa. Eyebasanda. We bow, God, for the generation. God, we repent. God, we repent. God, we repent. We repent. Oh, God, we repent. God, you are God. You are the King of Kings. We repent, God, we repent. We repent, God, we repent. Please forgive us, God. Please forgive us, God. For the leaders that don't know who you are, God, we repent. For the pastors that are abusing your power, God, we repent. For ministers that are prostituting, God, we repent. For a country you call to be yours, God, we've disappointed you. 
Somebody repent on behalf of this country. We have walked so wrong, Lord. We have disgraced your name, oh God. When we go on social media, God, our mouths have destroyed more futures than we've built. But God, you're a God who forgives. You're a God who remembers. You're a God of second chances. You're a God of new beginnings. My generation will live to love you, God. My generation will walk in power and authority. We bind every spirit of homosexuality in this country, God. We bind all spirits of drunkenness in the name of Jesus. We disagree with all altars of wickedness, oh God. God, more of you. God, more of you. Some days are hard. But you are a God of good. You're a God of mercy. Some days are long, God. Some days I forget how good you are. God, you're still the God who sits on the throne. God, remember this cry and rebuild the relationship these young men and women have, God. May they live in a repentant lifestyle, oh God. May righteousness define them, oh God. May purity be a badge of honor, my God. Consecrate each one of them. Set every one of them apart, my God. Or somebody open your mouth and say, God, I am here. Let's make the agreement. I am here to walk right with you, God. Give me one more opportunity to walk right with you, God. Give me one more opportunity to walk in authority under you, God. Let grace wash everything that is not of you, God. May you give me a fear of who you are, my God. May I walk in reverence of your power, God. May I be entering rooms and your presence is felt, oh God. Power, 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 power. God is dispatching power and authority in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and say, Dear Lord God. Say, Dear Lord God. I am back in a position of surrender. God, there is so many things I've gone wrong in. So many times I've disappointed you. I have walked in ways of wicked men. I have sat in councils of men that are not of you. But 
I'm back in the position of surrender, God. I'm in back, back in the place of new beginnings, Lord. Use me, Lord, for your glory. Dress me in your mantle. Fill me with your power. Loving Holy Spirit. Will you come and never go back? Will you stay and help me walk life? Will you teach me how to love God right? Will you teach me righteousness, please? Thank you, Lord. Because this is the position of willing. This is the position of restoration. Thank you to new beginnings, God. Thank you for forgiving me. Fill me with your presence, God. Nothing else but you, God. Nothing else but you, God. Nothing else. Nothing else, Lord, but you. Nothing else but you, God. Every fiber of me, God, feel. Invade spaces that I'm ashamed to talk about. That's it, man of God. God is resting on every spirit in this room. It overwhelms. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. There is no man or woman in the presence of God. There is only sons and daughters. Man of God, humble yourself. Woman, humble, humble yourself. He is falling afresh in every vessel wielding. That is taking a hold of you right now in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name that every knee bows down to that's it man that's it man of God that's it man of God for the first time in your life fall apart it's okay you're falling in the hands of God fall in the hands of the Father Cry it all out if you have to. For the first time, let a God tell you he loves you. You're a son of a royal king. You are royal blood. Whatever language is different, whatever language is different, whatever voice spoke that is not of God, I am serving notice in the name of Jesus. I'm raising up destinies. I am raising up dreams. I am raising up purposes that will live and serve the king of glory. Man of God, fall apart. It's okay. You're strong for everyone else. God is saying, let me hold you. 
Let me hold you. It's okay. You can scream. Let it all out. Let it all out. Let it all out. I love you, my son. Daughter, you are royalty. No demon is supposed to chase you when you're sleeping at night. You're supposed to stand and hell trembles. Power in the name of Jesus. Power in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. If there is anyone who is still fighting you, Lord, I send your spirit in the name of Jesus to fall heavier, to fall heavy, to shake every foundation that is shaking. Fill every hole and gap that takes you back to drinking and sleeping around. May you be ashamed of sin. May you be ashamed of abusing the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh man of God, God loves you. God is proud of the man you want to become. And he's going to hold your hand. Don't ever come when things are tough. Be here when they are good and when they are bad. He's a God of relationship. He's a God of relationship. Thank you, Lord, for being here. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for being the God you told me you are. Thank you for lifting every human being in this place. Thank you for honoring me with the word tonight that is going to change generations. Testimonies will change lives. My God, their dress codes will exalt you. Their thought life will spring out so much worship that people will not need to hear them talk. They will just think about it and God, you will do it. Power, power, power. Prayers that do not yield nothing, we cancel. Whatever altar doesn't yield the fruit when God is in the presence. Atmospheres will change because you're in a room in the name of Jesus. You will be the reason many will not die in the name of Jesus. You will be solution to questions men have not yet even started asking in the name of Jesus. Your feet will be blessed in, in the coming and in the going in the name of Jesus. You will walk a righteous life that when a fly of sin falls on you, a whole heart will sing hallelujah. You are chosen and consecrated today. God has set you apart. Don't abuse it. Don't go back to who you were. When you repent, your life changes 180 degrees. The Bible becomes your friend. Nobody tells you to go and pray because you love God too much. You can't bear to miss him. You will fellowship with God every second of the day. May God reveal unto you things the world has not even known exist in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because you're faithful. We love you, we worship you. And everybody says, It's all right if you still need a moment with God. It's really all right. If you still need to sit there, it's all right. It is really all right. It is really all right. It is really all right. <laughs>